Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control? Enter Conair Girlbomb, your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for women. From the ultimate Girlbomb grip and professional grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. Conair Girlbomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girlbomb. Available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. This is so cool. Don't Tell Comedy is sponsoring this podcast. Don't Tell Comedy are comedy shows that happen in these really intimate, unique spaces like art galleries and backyards and rooftops. I did one of their first shows in 2017. It was in a random clothing store in L.A. Now they're in 150 cities worldwide. You got to check them out. They are such a perfect night out. Don't Tell Comedy is the spot to go. Date night, alone night, friend night, whatever you want it to be. It's so fun. Get tickets at DontTellComedy.com. Use the code Nikki for 20% off your for show. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. The Nikki Glazer Podcast. Here's Nikki. Hello, here I am. It's Nikki Glazer Podcast. I'm Nikki Glazer. How are you today? It's Thursday. I'm back in St. Louis, Missouri, here with Andrew Collin in studio. Our new studio that has a big uh, new screen so that we can see Noah not in like a tiny little laptop screen. It's pretty awesome. It feels like she's even Here. further away. <laughs> <laughs> we can see her whole body, Nikki. Yeah, but like, yeah, uh, yeah, Noah, we can see her whole body. You don't even know. We have two cameras. There's one beneath your desk. An upskirt. Yeah, Noah before said, I like the new positioning of the camera. I can see your whole, I can see their whole bodies. Yeah, it feels like and a... we felt, we didn't feel good about that. I feel like a deceased body in a river. Yeah. Oh, I so funny. I, we were, we followed this guy on Instagram, me and Brenna. Yeah. And uh, he keeps claiming that he's living that lake life, but he lives on How'd a... How'd you find him? <laughs> it's like an old friend of Brent, like like an acquaintance. Yeah. And we've been following this guy's journey. Of him living the lake life, but he lives on a retention pond. <laughs> like, it's not a lake. It's not. You know where he is, or she just knows where he's from. 
we know where he is because he puts his location because he's bragging about this lake life, and it's it's not. I a like lake. that he doesn't. It's just because he doesn't know. He's not trying to be cool. He just doesn't know it's not a lake. Because why would he tag it if he was trying to claim it was a lake life? Well, I think he's trying to be cool, but I think he doesn't realize how uncool. Yeah, that, then that's okay. I know. I know. That's There's why. There's something cute about that. It I is allow cute. It. You know, like you don't hate it. <laughs> it is cute, but like he's like, he, he's got a paddle board. He put his dog on the boat. Like, is he by himself? Does he have friends? <laughs> so he got his parents also a house on that lake life. Oh, he so bought his parents a house? <laughs> the guy's coming up. But the fact. Lay that. <laughs> Like the the paddleboard's longer than the lake. Like like it's not a lake. Like just call it what it is. So it's like a a, a giant like a puddle that just got out of hand. Yes. <laughs> what is it? It's a, like a ravine. Yeah, it's a like so you build a so like an when, aqueduct. Yeah, when you build a community, you body. have to delta. Make, yeah, it's a delta alpha uh, gamma uh, water ray. There's not. A, there's probably not a fish in this thing. Right. I, w- I would argue. Is that. he fishing? Is he catching anything? He's catching rays <laughs> on that lake life. Like he'll play country, and I I think it is cute. It yeah. is cute, but it is funny. Yeah, to I'm like sure he's see a bad person. <laughs> it's just funny to see someone brag. It's refreshing in a way, not the lake because it's yeah. not a lake, but it's refreshing <laughs> to, water. to see someone brag about something that's like so wholesome and not like. You know, a Porsche or whatever. Yes, <laughs> he's just—he's, yeah, he's carved out a little space for himself. Yeah, and yeah, oh, it's it, fun to follow. And you—and he's not even like it's not like he is putting this thing out there that he knows is shit. And then after he takes the picture, he's like, "Oh, let's just leave." Like he's actually enjoying it. Yeah, I guess it's one man's p- pond is Layla, another man's lake. I guess, but Layla yeah. reminds me of when I had some cousins from down south. That when we were kids, you're Christian they came poor. To, um, uh, you know what they Catholic call them? Poor. Catholic, Catholic poor. poor. Excuse no, me. They're, <laughs> no, they're like Arkansas that. rich. I think whole body no over there. Get, yeah. <laughs> Get it right, dude. <laughs> but they came when we were kids. We like, you know, we didn't really see these kids a lot because they lived down south, and like we didn't ever like we we knew them growing up. But then they visited one time, maybe for a funeral or something. We were hanging out, and. They kept saying, yeah, yeah, we go, uh, my cousin took us to go see some nigga like house. And we were just like, what? And they were like, what? yeah, like maybe we can go strip clothes and go see some nigga like house. And we were like, honestly, what the hell are you can saying? Can I it guess? Sounds- yeah, nigga like house. Nickelodeon hose? Naked live. Hose. No, naked live. Naked live hose. Yeah. Nigga live hose. <laughs> As opposed to naked So we dead. say nigga like um, it was a weird thing we'd never heard before, but it reminds me. Lay laugh, Nelaho. Nelaho. And did you ever go? Did you ever no. take them? No, that's the same part of our family that describes my humor as back alley humor. It's funny because they've never. Your back alley humor we don't appreciate down here. You and your family with your back. I go the back alleys that we have to go get abortions in because of your what you believe. The back alleys they have their little Hudson. <laughs> Wait, so they they're they're it is interesting. They're there. They're there. They're, they're very. That's, 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 that's what you say. They're there. They're there. Uh, Watch me whip. Watch, Watch me. They're there. They're there. So they're very. Are they really? They really do like 
break down your comedy and they'll send you messages? No, no, it's just, you know, my mom's probably going to kill me, but we've been we've been told that we that side of the family does not care for my brand of humor. <laughs> <laughs> and my back alley humor. What would they rather have you do? Jeff you know? Dunham. Yeah. Jeff Dun- just racist puppets. That's hidden behind. Yeah, I mean like Jim Brewer doing that fucking act out of like you know, pretending to be a parakeet when he was talking about like Fauci vaccines, <laughs> like like whatever that bit was that was so terrible. I mean, like, yeah. He, sorry, Republicans aren't funny. There is no, not on purpose. Yeah, but there's yeah. no like they're not. There's it's rare that they have a sense of irony and like sarcasm and like they and and they call out us for being woke, which of course liberals are fucking woke, but they. It's we don't care for that that brand. Well, it's humor. interesting. I just watched this car. They're asking for naked live hoes, right? But your comedy's dirty if you're talking about your pussy. So you can. Did I not say white too? <laughs> naked live white hoes. Oh, white hoes. It's implied, right? I don't know. I guess now. <laughs> <laughs> when you have that accent. I um, mean, yeah, that's. The, but that's the interesting thing is like they could see women as like animals. Like let's go look at the animal. Let's go naked live hoes. But if you talk about your pussy in a Smart, respectable way. You're the back alley bitch. Yeah. It's interesting. That back alley That humor. back alley I humor. loved it. I just watched this Carlin documentary. I'm so obsessed with George Carlin right now. I got asked to I do- go, It comes in waves, doesn't it? Oh my God. I am obsessed. <laughs> I never knew. Like, of course, he, this. I got interviewed for this New York Times piece that's going to come out about George Carlin, about like the memification of Carlin, of like all these clips resurfacing that are so, it's almost like he was like, he knew what- he was just saying things that resonate so much now. And it was like 40, 30 years ago that he was saying these things about, you know, the environment, about cancel culture, about punching down as opposed to punching up um, with comedy. And and you look at it now and you're just like, oh, my God, this is like so exactly what we need to hear now. And so it's um, and then I, I pretty much admitted, like, I didn't know anything about like I I don't like tend to watch the greats. The Priors, mm-hmm. the Lenny Bruce's, the George Carlin's. The I knew, but the, yeah, the Collins. <laughs> I don't watch those either. <laughs> Look, you're doing stuff back That's there. That's right, um, Yeah, I'm just too intimidated by it. And, yeah, it's tough. It's too and uh, it's, it's high inaccessible. Yeah, high it's a different. It's, yeah. it's too old school. It's yeah. a different time. Yeah. No, but yeah, I mean. I, I think George Carlin doesn't really make me laugh, per se. Like, I don't laugh hard watching him. Yes, but him, he does make but you I go like this. think. Yes. Yeah. I mean, there was a, a quote in this documentary. I don't want to give anything away because it's not out yet, but it's Judd Apatow and uh, someone else. Was it three hours? It was four hours. <laughs> it was a two-parter, four no, hours, and worth Judd every Apatow's second. Quote. <laughs> what, what is it? Judd Apatow's quote. What is his quote? No. <laughs> Just saying how long it would have been. But okay, anyhow. Oh, yeah, yeah. Anyhow. But yes, we'll what was his quote? Um, who did I just... Oh, Jerry Seinfeld was saying... He was he was talking about getting into a conversation with Chris Rock about comedians like changing the world or being mm-hmm. philosophers. And um, and he was like, last night I talked to Rock about this. Like, we disagree. Like, I have never had my mind changed. A comedian has never done a bit that has changed my opinion on anything. The only thing it's ever done is change my opinion about whether or not that comedian is good or not. And I completely disagree. Yeah. Completely disagree. I don't think comedians are like, there are some that are modern day philosophers. Most of us aren't. You know, like most of us, 
put ourselves on that level and it's like, come on. Yeah. Stop it. You got, not, you have to convince someone you're that, you're not that. Yeah. <laughs> George Carlin never told you what he was. He just was. He did cry one time watching his own speech, though, I remember. Oh, my God. Do you remember that? That was crazy. It was a bad cut, though. It's from years ago. <laughs> ham drip. Uh, not even a ham drip. Uh, fashion deer. egg. Fash- that's a fashion egg. Yeah. Fashion egg. Uh, edge. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, no, it was... Um, God, it was so good, but he was, but I disagree. Like, have you, can, can you guys think of a comedy bit that has made you kind of look at the world differently? Because I have so many. Your hastily packed suitcase. Yeah, I bit. mean, that really has. No, me I honestly, that bit is, I mean, I don't think I learned that much, but it does, like, you've changed the way I look at huge vaginas. Like, <laughs> you've made me accept, <laughs> but, like, back in the day, I was ignorant towards big pussies. I'll yeah, be honest. Yeah. I I was like roast. I was the roast beef. Claim, I was looking at him live hoes, roast yeah. beef heads. Yeah, you know what I mean. That was a term I would say. Oh, yes. she's got roast beef. And you thought it meant like she was like beat up and stretched out, or like such a whore or something. No, just a good comic. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. No, but yeah, like I, uh, it is funny that we're using that bit. I just thought, but like no, but there are times where I think the less. I'm not really well read or like well like so I could see a comedy bit and be like holy shit I didn't even like a lot of comedy most people that are smart and well read are like oh it just happens to be part of something they've already known yeah kind of but just more precise yes <laughs> you know what I'm saying yes so like yeah like they they take information and they disseminate it which yeah. is like they make it palatable and funny so that it's like. But you get information like I, I mean, I always say, but Louis C.K.'s joke about being on a plane yes. and complaining about the Wi-Fi and then going like, actually, why don't you be grateful for the miracle of flight? You're flying through the bird, the air like a bird to get from New York to L.A. It used to take months and you would a bunch of people would die along the way. Now you take a shit and watch a movie and you're there. So you have no right to complain about like the signal won't come back. It's slow. It won't load. Like shut the fuck up. Or like we're delayed for 40 minutes on the tarmac. Like shut up. And And honestly, I have not, I do not complain about air travel anymore. Like maybe I'll be a little ticked, but I will not be like my rights are being infringed upon. Like I demand an answer. Like I'm just like, just be grateful. You can, you know what I love about that bit that I learned about comedy is that, he he was saying that out like to himself. Oh yeah, and like he put he it on made someone the guy, else. The the villain, even though he was the one that was like, "This Wi-Fi won't work." <laughs> yeah, he. I thought that was interesting how he turned that, but made himself the hero. <laughs> was he Everyone crying? goes, "Oh, that was so genius to make the other guy." Why not make it you? I know, I know. I'm not saying it was genius. I'm just saying that. I don't know that it's comedically better. I think that I actually, think it would be actually better if it's he, better. Yes. The rule of comedy, which maybe there are some exceptions Honestly? to it. No, whatever's closest to you. So if something happened to your friend, saying it happened to you is going to make it funnier. Or if it happened to your second cousin, saying it was your brother is going to make it funnier to the audience. Something that happened three weeks ago, saying it happened yesterday. The proximity to you and what is happening when you tell the joke. Mm-hmm. Your body and your time period is always going to make the joke funnier. That's just a rule of comedy that they teach you, you know, this is comedy class stuff of like rule of three, move the mic out of the way and put everything as close to the present tense as possible. Yeah. The, uh, even if you're talking about a lot of street, you know, Nazi Germany street jokes. Yeah, yeah. Well, I remember when Nazi I was Germany's in the Holocaust. kind of like down the fucking road at these, this point. 
Well, it's hard to like. Uh, there's certain street jokes you can't put yourself. You can't be like, you know, a Catholic. Uh, uh, a, yeah, and- you know. An Asian guy and me, a Jew, went to a bar. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yes. There's certain jokes that... Yeah, that would be weird to take everything and make it you. But if <laughs> yeah, you can, nah, and if funny, you... Though. Especially when you're starting out in comedy, you're you're so writing from a place that isn't authentic at all. And you're just like grasping at like any kind of idea mm-hmm. that you learn the tricks to just make your set better because you have no other skills. So like, why not operate with the like the, these rules that work as, you know... Applying them to your shitty joke will make your shitty joke a little bit better. And then once you learn how to write jokes, you can kind of more tell the truth. But it is interesting that, like, because everyone always talks about that Louis example of, like, he was the he was the asshole, but he put it on someone else. That was so smart. And I go, honestly, I think that was, I how did, how did we yeah. even find that out? Did he tell us that? I think so. <laughs> That's interesting that he told us that. I think it's, I think it is, uh, yeah, I think... No, it would have been, yeah. I I also learned that, like, mm. with comedy, like, I used to, you know, be really into telling, which I do still tell stories, but, like, I was like, the story has to be exactly how it was when it happened. It has to be truth. Like, like, but, like, to a point where, like, I was obsessed with the truth. But then I realized you can play with time a little bit. Yeah. And like, and, and also and your truth is probably not even exactly how it happened. Because I know we that's, have terrible memories. I know that's what's the weird. thing. So you should already just tell yourself that. That's yeah, don't. Yeah, get over that a little bit because I think Man, I spent some time on that. Like, like the story about getting the AIDS test as a virgin. Yeah, I put it with the cruise thing, but it was so. I went on a cruise, hooked up with a girl. Her vagina smelled. It scared me. I thought I had a disease. But a separate girl you fingered and then you got an AIDS test, but it wasn't that girl, but you put it together. No, it was that girl, but I didn't get the AIDS test until three years later, which is even crazier. (laughs) You thought you had it for three years? Yeah, yeah. So... (laughs) That's funnier. You should say that. That's actually funnier. (laughs) I know, but I don't think it would be believable. Yeah. You can just say, like, I got an AIDS test. And by the way, that AIDS test that I got oh. after the girl was three years later. I waited three years thinking I had AIDS. Yeah. So maybe... You got to tell the story of the rash that you made up when you had scabies. Oh, yeah. That is so funny. Maybe Share Circle. I mean, they've definitely now. heard that story. Oh, oh, you mean telling on stage? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I had a rash. I thought it... No, you had scabies. I had scabies. I didn't know I dick, had scabies. But you had something going on in your dick that was very painful that you waited for so long to get checked out. He goes to get it checked out. Yeah. The nurse is hot. And so he changes his story to a rash on his hand. That is the rash non-existent. Moved. The rash moved. Yes. <laughs> because he was too scared to show the nurse his dick. But here's the thing. It wasn't my dick. It was the guy's neck. Ha ha ha. All right. Let's take a quick break and come back with more after this. Andrew. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Tired of hair removal tools that just don't cut it? Conair Girl Bomb gives you smooth, flawless results while putting you firmly in control. From achieving that silky smooth skin to boosting your inner confidence, 
Conair Girl Bomb is all about helping you elevate your self-care game. Whether it's creating a hype playlist, throwing yourself into a hobby, or scheduling some me time, self-care is important to keeping you feeling confident and empowered. It's time to take your hair removal routine to the next level. You can trust Conair Girl Bomb to get the job done right. Conair Girl Bomb gives you the secret weapons for achieving powerful results with ease. Designed with women in mind, these tools boast the sassy Girl Bomb grip for unparalleled handling and precision, along with professional grade blades to deliver results that you used to only get from men's tools. No more compromising. So, to all you incredible women out there, treat yourself to a little Conair Girl Bomb magic. Don't settle for anything less than perfection. Elevate your grooming game with Conair Girl Bomb. Available now at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. Well, the weather is getting a lot warmer and so your wardrobe probably needs an update. I know mine does. And it's so hard when you want to buy new stuff because you want it to last a long time. You want it to look really good and you want it to like stand the test of time in terms of like fashion. At least that's what I want. And so that's why I love Quince because Quince is all about effortless fashion that looks chic and timeless year round. I'm talking premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30, washable silk top. They have so many chic jewelry pieces like these globe boho hoops. I love those. You could just blindly click and end up with such wardrobe essentials. They're not wasting your time at Quince. I love the Quince um, dress I got. I'm trying to find it because I want to say the exact name of it, but it's like this long sleeve dress, but it's like a midi skirt. It's so cute. It's like silky feeling. It's just, I've told you about it before. Okay, there's so much cute stuff on here. I got to go and get back to the podcast, but you know, what to do. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to Quince.com slash Nikki for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C Quince.com slash Nikki to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash Nikki. Are you looking for some amazing TV to stream? Well, sink into your couch and indulge with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. We're talking some of the greatest comedies of all time. Absolute must-watch shows. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the crew in How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons of How I Met Your Mother are now streaming on Hulu right now. One of my favorite shows ever. And I mean, don't you want to know how he met their mother? Then go back home with the Dumfies, the Pritchetts, and the Pritchett-Tuckers in Modern Family. Then you can start over with the Roses on Schitt's Creek. And then see what's up in the Kyle House in my wife and kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits, streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. I mean, can you even watch all of this? We think so. Head on over to Hulu and start streaming today. Now we're talking. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. It's <laughs> so funny. For it to be someone else's dick and so you funny. make it your own. <laughs> Well, it could be someone else's story that you heard. And you that's it true. Around, you know, that's so fucked up. Can you I imagine? Don't mind a, that. I'm sure there's. You don't mind that? No, I would do that. Yeah, I guess. Back in the day, I mean, now I probably have a problem with it, but like, hmm. no, that people do that all the time. They take other people's stories and make them their own because what? You, sometimes you, your friend has a joke and you go, "We're back." Um, I, you joked about like having that dick story be someone else's dick. Because you're saying it. But I think that, like, if someone has a good story of your friends, that would make a co- great comedic story. Yeah. 
taking it and then making it again, applying that rule of closest to you. It it did happen to your friend, but didn't just say it happened to you. It's going to make it funnier. Do you have any stories of what's the funniest story outside of yourself that you've ever like, I guess your friend. Yeah. I I was trying to think of what's that. You got to go with Noah. No, no. Is there a story with Kirsten? I feel like she's you and her. her, I feel like there are people that have great stories happen to them. And there are people that are just funny. And Kirsten's just funny as opposed to like so many crazy things happen to you. Like you just like have made so many bad choices. Yeah. (laughs) From just being impulsive, being scared, having anxiety. It's like it takes someone like that, I think, to have the best stories. Having Andrew's dealing with the. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I was just going to quickly say Andrew is a cat with 42 lives. Yes. And I'm 42 and I'm dying soon. Right. By the way, cats, this cat hates me. My cat. What? Why? I don't know. It's just like anytime I go to pet it, it, I might as well have fucking AIDS hands or something. Yeah. Well, we know you do from that cruise (laughs) (laughs) cruise you took. Hey, I'm fine. I took the test 20 years ago and never got the results. (laughs) Three years after. (laughs) Um, Wait a second. The cat hates you. I mean, he loves Brenna so much that this... Why like, does it love Brenna? Just, maybe just feminine energy? Yeah, g- girls are cats. Softer. I, I had to learn are... that you can't pet a cat like you pet a dog. They don't like it. Dogs like so to get do? their butts scratched, like the top of their back, and they like to, uh-huh. you know, like scratched. Cats like strokes, and they like like three of them, and they're over it. Okay, that so happens? maybe it's not And me. don't they kind of come up and get you? Like, you wait till they, yes. like, start trying to get it from you? Yeah, it's I mean, so cute. it's just... I, very... I think I'm too rough. I think I'm too rough of a person. And I thought I'm soft, but I'm not. No, you would be good with the cat. I feel like you just gotta not stop trying with this cat. This cat, they, like, hard to get. I know. I, I fucking... I, you know what it is? We leave for a while and they form a bond. Yeah, they're with Brenna the whole time, and then you come back every so often. And it's also, boring. girls can get on the floor easier. I realize this, like to pet a cat. Yeah, like you could just I'm on the floor. Well, a, a twenty-six-year-old women can get on the floor quicker <laughs> than a forty-two-year-old man <laughs> with a hernia. Especially if there's a school it's shooter. Not man and woman. <laughs> Wait, uh, but you could get on the floor easy. Yeah, because I'm a young, able-bodied woman. <laughs> And you're a, you're a, an older man that plays golf a lot and has tight hips. COVID it's not because you are a man. It's just because you don't. I don't know why it is. Dude, I tried to get on the floor the other day. It took me about nine minutes to get, get on the floor. I can't even get down anymore without. like. It's I'm standing and I can't get down. <laughs> you have a life alert bracelet. Just Help. to sit. Help, I'm trying to sit. To pet my cat that fucking hates me. This thing hates me. It's weird to live with an that animal sucks. that absolutely hates you. And you know what, though? Like, this morning, he, Brenna left. He slept on my side for a little bit. So mm-hmm. so maybe she's... I got to get rid of her. I got to get rid of her to get he to just, the cat. The cat prefers her when you're around. Oh, it's not even close. close. <laughs> <laughs> also, I need a floor that's higher. <laughs> so I think it's called a table. <laughs> I need a padded table to lay down on the floor. <laughs> oh, oh I get so jealous of women's fucking able bodies, dude. When you it's get youth, older, dude, it's huh? it's not women, it's youth. My mom has uh, <laughs> tra- tra- problems getting on the floor too. Did she get on a table to the floor? 
<laughs> Stop making this. A, a, you're dating a woman who's 16 years younger than you. There's, it's not With a female. Th- it's not a male female thing. It's an age thing. But you just said you're able bodied. You're female. You're. Yeah, you're I'm younger age. than you, and I like I am. I, I think would more say nimble. Your, your mom could get on the floor easier than I could get on the floor, especially if I'm body. My dad can her. get on the floor easier than any of us can get on the floor, and he's a man. I'd like to see it. Get I'm, on the floor. Oh wait. Get on the wait. Isn't that a J Lo song? Do you remember the dinosaur song? What? Dinosaur, everybody you. get on the floor. Uh uh-uh. uh. That dinosaur. Is it? it oh, like yeah, 80, yeah, yeah. It was a big, like, 80s rap song that made no sense. It was during the time of, like, Informer. You know, the oh, yeah. little lamb. I wonder what if anyone knows that. Da, 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 like that. I would feel like you would learn the lyric. You're the kind of brain that would learn those lyrics. I know, but I that was, uh, I was, I'm too, too young. young for that. You're too, <laughs> I'm too, too floor I'm heavy. Too, <laughs> too much of a floor head for that. <laughs> that equals young. <laughs> Um, so last night I, uh, did, I'm on, I'm on watch what happens live tonight, Thursday night. Cool. I, I, I filmed it last night. <laughs> Your days and nights are great, by the way. I know. So today, I was on show yesterday, tomorrow. tomorrow, tonight, watch what happens yesterday. <laughs> I'm on New York today, yesterday. Last I was on the Today show tomorrow and I'm on watch what happens live taped, pre-taped, uh, tomorrow, tonight. So it's right now. <laughs> Yeah, it's happening right now, probably. I mean, by the time this comes out, yeah, t- tune into uh, Bravo tonight to watch me and um, Kiernan Shipka. Where's she from? Uh, Mad Men. She played Sally Draper. Whoa. Yeah, little Sally Draper's 22 now. Whoa. Yeah. How's that? That's weird. Any questions? Yeah. How, okay. First of all, let's start at the beginning. Andy Cohen from St. Louis. Yes. We did radio show right next to him for a long time. Yeah, he <laughs> had um, Radio Andy right next to our serious show, and we would we would ride up in the elevator with him all the time. Right down in the elevator with him, like there were smiles, him. but I didn't feel like a connection between you two. No, there was not. No. Why? Were you not famous enough yet? Do you think that's what it is? No comment, radio man. wars. Radio, radio wars. wars. I'm you asking know, the tough questions. Well, there's a thing I think. I don't think you think it was that. No, I think there's a thing um, about. I, I don't know. I have a lot of theories, but he had me on a show, Watch What Happens Live, and it was, I was really nervous because I feel like I always, because I've never been asked to be on that show, I felt like there was like a re, like someone had to like twist his arm to let me on or something because I just feel like I should have been on a while ago. Yeah. Just because. What high school did he go to? Was different high school? He went to Clayton. Oh, yeah. That yeah. makes sense then. But uh, I'm on, and so I was like, I just wanted to like really. <laughs> Do a good job. Um, That's a St. Louis so burn, by the way. What? Just what high school did you go to? Like claiming that it's the reason. So wait. So then yeah. you come oh, on. Yeah, I mean, po- possibly Clayton's a good one. Kirkwood's yeah. like you know public school. I've dreamed about Kirkwood. It's it kinda, it's awesome. I don't know. My sister teaches at Kirkwood. I don't know where the trees stop and the building begins. What? It's just not really. It doesn't really pop out to me. Yeah, what your your high school is not supposed to be aesthetically like gorgeous. It doesn't mean that there aren't. I'll great. tell you what, George Washington University down the road, gorgeous campus. Isn't that a university? Yeah. Well, we're talking high Step schools, up, man. Kirkwood. <laughs> I'm calling shots. Get on Ow. the floor. <laughs> Dinosaur. Okay, back to Andy. So. <laughs> So you're going there, your guns blazing because he went to Clayton, you went to Kirkwood. What happens? Um, I'm not guns blazing. I just want to do a good job because I know that show is like so. I mean, that show is a fine tuned, um, perfect show. I mean, it has so many segments. It is fast paced. It is such a, a tone that he has set. He has like 
crazed fans. Like it's just it's it's a party too. There's like an audience of probably like twenty people. It's, it's a little room small. too. Yeah, it's yeah. very small room, and you just sit in this little clubhouse, and then you sit down, and then you, it just goes, and then it's thirty minutes of like boom, 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 boom. Like it's fast. Um, things that people don't know about TV shows is that even if they're pre-taped, you still take commercial breaks there exactly as long as the commercial. It's so oh, weird. Why? I always used to think you would just go right to the next thing. Why? Like is on that podcasts though? that you listen to, no one's taking breaks for ads. Like we don't stop down for three and a half or whatever it is. We just go right into the next thing. Shh. But TV shows, for don't some reason, <laughs> I know, I'm sorry, behind the scenes. <laughs> TV shows, for some reason, they do take those breaks. And we have to watch the ads. I'm just kidding. No, that doesn't happen. But we just, you and just. You got to buy the products? Uh, yeah. How do you? Good. Yeah. Toilet paper. Anyway, so wait. So then you sit down. Is there more pressure because there's like a shot clock to be funny, to get something in? Do you feel like you it's you don't want to step on anyone? Yeah, I was going to ask there... if you like that format because you, you I feel like, like you'd be great go. at it. Yeah. Love, yeah. love, love. I loved it because it's just <laughs> so fast and there's like one minute for every answer, like everything, like every segment. It's like, can you do that in one minute? Like it was just like fast, fast, fast. Did they preface you. you with the questions? Do you know the Yeah, questions? I prepared a lot. Like I had homework for that mm-hmm. show. Like um, I had to binge Summer House because they were going to talk about you know what Bravo reality show do you watch? And I was like, I don't watch any of them because I I stopped watching Summer House because Hannah's not on it anymore on this season. But then I was like, oh, no, I'll 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 you know I want to I'm honored to be on the show. I want to give it my all. So I binged 13, 14 episodes of Summer thirteen episodes of Summer House. Loved it. And so they had like a bunch of questions about Summer House for me of like, what do you think about all this stuff? And then um. And then they had questions about my reality show. And then they had me do this game where Kiernan would be blindfolded. And like I, she had to guess who I was roasting. So I had to roast celebrities. All right, let me do it. Let me do it. Um, Wait, hold on. Let me. Bravo celebrities or any celebrity? Um, I don't want to ruin it for people because it's oh. on tonight. Oh, but oh okay. It okay. was pretty good. Just roast Andrew. I, it's, I uh, you you think seems... it would be that easy? People, go, that's the problem. Is they always go, and then yeah. we're gonna do this game where you just roast people. And I'm like, I write jokes that are like math problems. I can't do it in my head. Mm-hmm. Like I can sometimes if I'm in the right because it will come but... out way too mean. Or yeah, or just like lazy. It's not gonna be as precise as what I'm known for. Yeah. And I have like a, I have like a level that I'm known for, and I don't want to ever deviate from that. So I have to like, I have to like write a lot of jokes beforehand. Um, and so I wrote all these jokes about celebrities. We only got through like four out of the 10 jokes I wrote or 10 people I wrote jokes for, but it was really fun. And Kiernan was so nice. And then after the show, um, she was just so lovely and like so comforting and just, she's 22, but she's just like full of poise and maturity. Like I have jokes about like young girls having old souls. This girl is like an adult. And then afterwards, we're hanging out or we're like taking pictures and selfies and she's like, we need a selfie. And then she was like, can I get your number? And I'm like, yes. And then she's, um, she was like, Oh, we're going to dinner. Do you want to go with us? And she was there. I saw this woman in the audience. Um, Nomi Fry, who writes for the New Yorker, who I like, am a huge fan of. I follow her on Instagram. She's John Mayer kind of like, you get the New Yorker. I do. Because of uh, because of her, I checked the the mail the other day because I still sometimes get mail to our old place. You had f- maybe eighty seven New York because I subscribe online. I don't read the actual one, but they still send you the yeah, physical one. But she's the I'm one that got me to subscribe because I was getting blocked out of reading her stuff, and I love it. 
so uh, you should actually frame them all i saw her in the audience and i was like oh my god she's here like and i knew kiernan is friends with john mayer and i knew no nomi was friends with oh, okay. john mayer so i was like maybe they can know can i give you another connection here. that i just what? realized so your stylist danny and emma styled kiernan not too long yes. ago yes Yes, yes, they did. That was another connection. I walked up to her and was like, "Do you know Danny and Emma?" And so that was a, that was fun. Did um, good call, Noah. Did uh, I remembered it. <laughs> did do you think she's more mature because of the show she was on? It was like based in the six. It was like a mature show. You think that affects? No, there's just something else going on with her. Maybe yeah. I mean, like she grew up on an adult set, but I feel like yeah, she just like knew. I got the whole story from her of like how she oh wait she, did you go to dinner yeah i went to dinner i like didn't want to go because i was just like so tired yesterday so i mean i didn't do a podcast yesterday yeah. because i was just like it, almost in tears of how tired i was but after andy cohen my adrenaline's up and i'm and i'm with robin and i'm like i don't want to go she was probably just inviting me to oh, be nice like an empty invite yeah yeah and i'm like and now i'm gonna take her up on it and they're probably gonna be like oh god she's actually coming but she was like even if you don't come like when you're in la like text me let's hang out and i was just like this girl is so nice she's 22 like what is she but you know the women she's with are in their 40s like her two friends that she's with so i'm like you know i'm actually i'm I'm, uh one of her peers yeah yeah you can get on the floor with her (laughs) (laughs) so i went and i didn't know if they were like gonna meet up with other famous people like i just where was dinner uh via Corota, which is this place that i've always that it's i see it on demois all the time Anya used to go there all the time. It's like a celebrity, like where is it in the city? It's in the village. Okay, is it like it's like really nice or really? Is it, yeah, yeah, it's not like it's it's just yeah, it's it's delicious and like gorgeous food. And other like, celebrities oh, there? I didn't see any others, but yeah. um, we got there and we I just had the best time with these three girls that I just met an hour before, and they were so nice. We had such good conversations, and um, and it was all because this twenty two year old just like extended. This invite mm-hmm. in the most sincere, kind way. No, she was so uncur. There's no like pretension or like a like celebrity about her. And you know, they're saying like they're telling stories at the table, and they're like, "Oh yeah, well, I should tell Taylor that." And I'm just like, Taylor. Oh, I go wait. Who's because there were times where they would say, "Oh, we know each other through John," and I'm like, and 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 Ben or something. And I go, "Who are these people?" And then you find out they're like, they they continue the name and their celebrities' names. So when they're like, "Oh, um, oh yeah, that that was the one where Taylor, you know," and Taylor was there, and I'm like, Taylor who? And she's like, Lautner. And they're like Swift, and I'm just kind, I just like gulp, you know, just like I'm keeping it in. And then I I realized, and she's like, I have to text Taylor about that. She said she said that about something that they were talking about, and I was like, I can't believe my contact is in the same phone. I love it. You're like talking to her like through a medium, like like you're like tell. Like, like, what else could you tell Taylor through I was this just, girl? I just, all you know I, what I mean? is that someday Kiernan and Taylor are hanging out, an ad for my show comes on, and Kiernan goes, you know, she's so cool. And then Taylor goes, really? Because she is really annoying to me with how much she is obs- obsessed with me. But maybe I'll let her in. Oh, this is the girl that talks to me through you? <laughs> no, I, I was. I didn't say anything. I wasn't like, tell me about Taylor. I was just like, I just clocked. F- I just go, Taylor who? And they go, Swift. And I go, oh. And then... Just, you know, wet myself. <laughs> <laughs> and then stole our number. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's, 
I guess it's one degree of separation, like the Kevin Bacon thing. Yeah, I'm there. I'm on. I'm on the precipice. Yeah, I mean it's very close. But this girl, Kiernan, it she is the way she was with me. She is probably friends with fucking everyone. She is just the kindest person, so nice. And um, and then later on in the the dinner, they're like, oh, uh, Kaz is gonna come by, and I'm like, who is this? And I and Kaz, I eventually was Kaz. like, oh, I get who's Kaz, and they were like, basketball Kazzy. player. Oh, oh, Cassidy from Cassidy from David. Yes. Oh, Larry David's daughter, Cassidy David, who I've never met, but I'm a fan of her writing as well. And it's so weird, like the two women whose writing I like seek out when they write anything were Nomi and uh, Cassidy, and they both showed up. And Cassidy, man, I impressive. I'm in. I love her so much. So funny. So. Like just saying things that like, you know, you go, I like I was biting my tongue a little bit at, at sometimes not to like be too mean or like shit talky or like just say weird things. Cassie came in and just like cut, cut into nice. that. Like she's and she's friends with yeah. them. So it, she was more comfortable. But it just made me go like I was just like, oh, this is a Any Pete Davidson talk. No, 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 no. But it was like, it was a great hang. And she was only there for like the last 15 minutes. But I was like, I love her. Like, I really <laughs> want to be like, the so other girls, the I'm sure like they're like, end? we don't need Nikki as our friend. Like, she's fine. That's, but like. I don't agree with that. I think you, you're right in there. I want to be de- desperately to be friends with them. But I just, I, I think that they're probably good with like, just knowing me from afar based on just, you yeah. know. There's, there's so many famous friends and it's like they don't need me but Cassie needs me <laughs> there's just like a comic energy to it of like there's these these women are intellectuals by like Kiernan and, and uh, Nomi and her friend mm-hmm. Alyssa who does a podcast with Lena Dunham they're like Have intellectuals they, now, and I, I'm I'm smart enough to keep up but like you're definitely smart enough. Yeah, dude. don't put these I mean, people on a pedestal. Don't put them off the on top of the floor table. No, I mean I'm on I'm on my own pedestal. It's yeah. just a different one. Yeah, but I but I really loved these. Did girls. they mention anything about like seeing the rose or seeing your stand up? Yeah, or I mean they were fans of mine. Was yeah, really so then yeah. How, why? Yeah, that's no. awesome. I, They're saying the so same fun. shit about you somewhere. I'm sure she's talking to Taylor right now. They're in pajamas, <laughs> laying in bed, going, God, that Nikki Glazer, man. You it's think she's so funny nice. in person, man. She just sure can eat a hummus. <laughs> <laughs> I just couldn't believe how JK. nice these girls were because they just I look at them as like such the like cool girls and mm-hmm. I just and I know that people consider me like a cool girl and I forget that, but I just don't feel that way like ever. Um, especially on a day where I was like on like in the Andy Cohen space of like yeah. this is a world where I'm like I'm just grateful to be here like uh, uh, I know but dude if you did that show five worthy. times ag- again it'll be yeah. nothing it's nothing yeah. but it was so ni- it was just like I was like this was such a- I made four four new friends um, in one night that's and, the best and it was all because I did something socially that I let me be honest I didn't want to do because it's awkward I didn't even know if they wanted me there but I just go you know what I gotta go because I gotta be open to things yes. and exactly. and they wouldn't I'm gonna take them at their word they wouldn't have invited me if they didn't want to and if they made the mistake of inviting me when they didn't really mean it well they're gonna they're gonna rue the day because what? I'm showing up <laughs> certain two days and they were now. so excited I was there and it was sincere it was really cute uh, I just love her Kiernan Shipka, check out her new. Um, oh yeah, what is what's her name? She has thing? a new show on Roku called. Um, oh God, it was like the 
something about I can't wait to watch it. They showed a clip of it and I was like, she is gonna win an Oscar someday. She's captivating. Um, but yeah, she was Sally Draper in Mad Men. She just her parents are in real estate. They from Chicago, and she just told her parents like, I want to go to um, L.A. for pilot season. When she was six, she didn't even know like, she just had heard of it, and she was like, I just had so much confidence, and she booked a movie, and then she booked Sally Draper like right away. And she, it's so fascinating yeah. to hear about her. Like, uh, yeah, well, that's kind of what Taylor did in Nashville. It's like, yeah, just how did these kids? At a young age. No. I did the same thing, but my parents were like, no. Yeah, I think I told my mom I want to be a model when I was like seven, and she's like... A model? <laughs> boys want to be models? I swear. That's is, the, okay. is the series called Swimming with Sharks? Yeah, Swimming with Sharks. Thank okay. you. Oh. It looked so good. Um, she is so beautiful. Jesus Christ. It is alarming. It doesn't... <laughs> it's, it's unreal how pretty that girl is in person. There's some people that are just like porcelain dolls, and she is so nice. Like, really, really nice. God, her parents did a great job. She's a great person. All right, let's get to the news. You heard it here first. You heard it here first. first. It's Thursday, folks. You know what that means. It is Thursday. Hope you're having all the swells out there. We're going to be in Minneapolis, and we're going to be in Madison, Wisconsin. Two shows in Madison, one in Minneapolis. Minneapolis is tomorrow, Friday. Yeah, sooner than later. Madison is Saturday. Uh, yeah, I hope you're having all the swells again. And, and then uh, Sunday. Sunday. Big day. Big day. Big day. I'm uh, getting a facial today after that. Oh, on Monday. Yeah. Oh, well, then. Uh, Why? What's Welcome happening? Home Nikki Glaser oh. premieres Sunday night. On Another e. big thing. Yeah. No. Today is Nikki Glaser Day in St. Louis. I know. I'm taking a nap after this, and then I'm going to go. Uh, you're throwing be... out the first pitch. I keep looking at your arm thinking, is it ready? Really? <laughs> No. <laughs> we'll get to it in the news. Okay, cool. All right. <laughs> you know Noah's looking at that arm and that whole body. <laughs> whole Back to you, Noah. Body. Whole body Noah over there. Okay, this story is crazy. I think you're going to love it. A pet duck led police to crack the case of a missing North Carolina grandmother who vanished over two years ago and led to the murder charges against the victim's granddaughter and grandson-in-law. Wait, how did a duck crack a case? Quack a case? <laughs> That's fun. That was fun. <laughs> okay, so both of these people were um, under investigation. The body was nowhere to be found since like 2020. Don't tell that to a duck. A breakthrough in the case happened this month when a pet duck got spooked and ran underneath a trailer. The owners who chased the duck found a container oh. that had the woman's body in it. And an oh. investigator said, said "Grandma, we do not believe she was killed at that address. She was killed at another location and then transported to where her remains were found by the pet duck. So the duck just like got spooked and like went to a place where people, when they went to go find the duck, the duck wasn't like, it's over here. Like, <laughs> bah, 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 it was Gilbert Godfrey. <laughs> I feel like that is God. That's got to be God. Those kind of things. Yes. Like when a runner finds a body and like, oh, I saw one hangnail underneath a leaf. It's like, that's not coincidence. That's something bigger. I uh, That's like the one time I'm like. Really? That's the one time? Just the only, only time is when, when you find a, a runner duck. finds a body? Or a duck. See, I don't think, I think it's a complete coincidence, but I also am open to like there being, now with Tyler Henry, I believe that there are 
people out there, but I don't think they affect the laws of the universe. Souls don't like can't tell a duck to go do something, but it eventually is, a duck's going to come across. I wonder what this woman had in common with ducks. Like maybe there was something like she really liked ducks. Oh. She had a duck, like a porcelain, <laughs> like a, one of those cement ducks in her garden. Um, I, so I they, had a duck growing up. How did they connect it though to the people that, how did they figure out who killed the duck? Oh, well, she or not killed she, the duck. Who killed the grandma? So both of the uh, of her granddaughter and her um, husband, um, both of them were kind of like stealing money from her account and her prescriptions, and they were uh. under investigation with the connection of her death, and they were both charged with concealing a death. The investigators just didn't have the body to, f- I guess, finish con- the conviction. Right. Where do you put? A po- I mean, these people got to put bodies in better places. Probably a Tupperware. Yeah, a nice tub. Probably conceal the smell pretty well. I mean, it. See, how far away was this from where they killed her? Uh, it didn't I just think say people it are lazy. Story. People are lazy about yeah. the. It's probably the like one across thing. the street. <laughs> people who murder people are dumb. That's true. It's like d- to be to have the kind of anger and like. Did the, you hear the kind about of, um, impulses? Uh, I'd be cutting up a body and be like, "Whatever, it's fine." What would you do? To get rid of a body. Wait, sorry. No, pigs, what did we hear? Pigs. There was just like a huge case in <coughs> Queens, New York, where um, a woman was having an affair with her handyman, and he like, you know, I guess she was trying to break off the relationship with him, and he chopped her up and put her in trash bags and just like carried her out of the house, and he was caught on like surveillance camera because everyone has surveillance cameras yeah. through like oh, the so ring and tough. all that. It must have been so easy back in the seventies and eighties. Oh my yeah. god. You could be so lazy with it. You could bring it out like four days. You could literally like just roll it down the stairs. You wouldn't even have to cut yeah. it up. How Getting Ugh. away with murder now has got to be so difficult. You're such an idiot if you try to cur- kill someone now. I mean, really just gun but violence These people is the were one fine until the duck. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like if you're out in well, the middle of nowhere. Well, it helps if you're poor in a poorer part of town. Like this yeah, is no trailer cameras. park town. Trailer park. And, you know, we don't care. We don't care about poor people. Cops don't care yeah. about poor people. It's not. There's no money in caring about poor people. Yeah. So who? So how do you get rid I of a body? I watched this Carlin doc, and so I'm a little bit on this like. Oh fuck the rich. Yeah, like he has this great bit about like, you know why the, there's a homeless problem because there's no money in fixing the homeless problem. There's no money in addressing mm-hmm. it. There's money in the drug problem. There's money like there's no mm-hmm. money in the homeless. So that's why it's we're not going to do anything about it. He's so good. Um, um I had a duck growing up. Did you know that? Did you get how did you kill it? My mom got it from <laughs> well, an owl it? killed it. What? Yeah, Aww. we woke up one day and an owl had picked it up. Owls don't fuck off around, the ground man. and put it on a uh table. A higher ground. Us. No, on the, actually the <laughs> railing of our deck. You know the deck that So was it on killed the it and then showed you how Oh yeah, and ripped it to shreds on the and just left it out there like almost like Did your grandma stumble upon it? <laughs> Ham drip. Wait, no, but like, how did you? How did my mom went out in the morning oh. one Sunday morning and just like saw the duck? God, but you can the make duck's anything name, a pet, and it'll be so sad. It was so cute that little duck, and we named it. Um, like we were trying to come up with a name for it when my mom brought it home, and it was the same summer that that song like uh, Maria Maria was like big. Yeah, and so Kirsten for some reason because she's the funniest person alive came up with. Um, remember that part where it's like played? It's like and it's just like, played by Carlos Santana. So Kirsten, <laughs> Kirsten <laughs> named our duck. 
played by Carlos Sanquackers. And so his name was Carlos Sanquackers. <laughs> because of that dumb song. That was it. The summer we got Did you work. buy this duck? My mom bought him at the Soulard Market. She just like came home from the market and had a duck. And we were just like, when did mom get cool? When is mom bringing home <laughs> pets? She was never a pet person. So where does Doug live? Inside? In the backyard. I mean, we didn't do a good, we didn't, we didn't give that duck the life it deserved. And that's why the, an owl got it. But you know, did the owl, the owl ate it. So yeah, the owl. Kind of nature. Kind of took it. Its it definitely natured out. Yeah. All right. Man. Let's get to the next story. Okay. Have you heard about this? Olivia, Olivia Wilde was served custody papers. Yes. By her ex, Jason Sudeikis, while on stage discussing her new film in front of 4,000 industry executives. Her new but film that where she met Harry Styles. Harry Styles. Sudeikis says he had no idea custody papers would be handed to her so publicly. Yeah, I don't think that's... I, when I heard that, I was like, Jason Sudeikis is not a type of person. In my... Like, what do I know? But yeah. like... That would do that. Ted to Lasso would. Her. I'll tell you that. No, uh, that, Ted Lasso no, would I never know, do know, that. It's just funny to think that. He, I didn't do it. It was Ted Lasso. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah, it seems it's, it's another one of those things. If you didn't talk to him, you would think like it was a spiteful move because she did have an affair. Hairstyles she is did. so good looking. Huh? I don't think that's... a. I think you're confusing like Amber Heard and her. I, they do what? look alike. She had an affair with Harry. I don't think that's... She's obviously still married. She but I think they married. were already broken up when the Harry thing started. That's not what I've... I think they met before they broken up, but I don't think they started dating until after. They but were they're already, not divorced yet. I mean, separated. I mean, he dates other women too. So you're thinking that they met on set. It happens a lot where you end up dating someone that you know before... You break up with the person, and it doesn't mean that anything squirrely was going on before. You're giving her the benefit of the doubt. Yes. Harry Styles is in. The whole thing is that she left her husband for Harry Styles. Mm. What are we talking about here? I don't know. I don't think that. I don't know that it was it. I don't think that was <laughs> what, it. What else could it have been? I'm not. I'm not. She was unhappy be... in the marriage. No, I understand that. But don't she you think? Up, she, well, she's allowed to date someone after you get separated from someone. After you break up with someone, you're allowed to date someone else. I mean, not mean in the, the court reason. of law, apparently. I'm just saying, like in the court of no, law. No, this is about custody. This isn't about her cheating. There's never yeah. been that. This is a custody bet. This isn't about him like getting more money or her, him not giving her money because she cheated. There's nothing like that in this story. Don't you think Jason Sudeikis would probably still be married if she didn't end up hooking up with Harry Styles? No. I, I do remember the stories but were saying know. that Jason Sudeikis was like heartbroken over it and they were presenting him as like taking a long time to get over her. Right. I do remember that too. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. I just. <laughs> but you just never no know because I just not don't know what's going on right now. Hours, so. Is I Harry just, Styles that good looking where we're not going to say that he broke up a marriage? No, I'm not saying. I I just think that if you yes he did. How did he not no. break up a marriage? What are you talking about? Someone can be in an unhappy marriage and then meet a guy on set, and it doesn't mean that they're like I'm going to break up with him for this guy. As soon as, but then when you break up, you go I'm single now, and then all of a sudden the people people that maybe in the marriage had flirtations with. Yes, yeah, the exactly. people in the marriage break up the marriage. It's oh not my the third gosh. party's I think, fault. I think, we, I think both can be true here. I, I don't even put the blame on Angelina Jolie. Like That marriage was already going to end. Which marriage Jennifer is this? Jennifer Aniston and Brad Pitt. Oh. 
Angelina Jolie. So no one's in the wrong here? No one? No. No, relationships end. Relationships end. And also, I'm sorry, if your husband's cheating on you or your girlfriend's cheating on you, you have some, you have, uh, people are going to come at me for this. You have a part to play in it. I feel like I'm eating crazy. I, I support you, I, Nikki. I feel like I agree. People, and you don't have a part to play in it. Like you need to suck your husband's dick more, bitch. Mm-hmm. It's like you are not? with someone who doesn't like you and who would cheat on you. Therefore, you are not. You don't know the person you're with. If you if you think that the person you're with could never cheat on you, you have a harsh lesson to learn. Which it might not be. It's not your fault. But like, good, you don't want to be with that person. That should end. That's an unhealthy relationship. It's not because of that woman. It's not because of that man. As a girl who's been the other woman, it wasn't my fault that your relationship was shit. If I hadn't come along, it would have been someone else, bitch. Look, I would fucking suck Harry Styles' dick, too. Is that what... The thing is, <laughs> not I don't understand why we're having a hard time understanding this. No, I just think we are like, I, I, I agree. Your dad and mom uh, would have divorced had it not been for your stepmom. Sure. Okay, well, there you okay, go. Okay, how about this? If Avi was out on a fucking work trip, he mm-hmm. sleeps with another woman who knew about you publicly because you're married with two kids. Shh. You don't care. We, don't, we have no not, evidence that no this one cares before. No one cares. It's fine that she. But does also, that. we don't have any evidence that Harry Styles and she slept together before they broke up. That's there. There's nothing yeah. that says the that. the evidence is that they hooked up before the divorce happened. That's all. There's no evidence for that. Where is that evidence? <laughs> why are we playing dumb? Like what? What is going on here? I'm not playing dumb. I swear to God, they might have had like like she might have been like, oh my God, if I was single, this would be something I would pursue. But. You don't leave your husband because you have a fun little flirtation with someone. It's a lot deeper than that. Noah's exactly right. Like if Noah wouldn't blame, if it wasn't this woman that Avi met, it would be someone else. Their relationship is not healthy if he's even able to do that. It's not that woman's fault. The two of us are responsible for our relationship. So I would put the onus on the two of us getting to the point where one has to cheat on the other. Yes. I'm saying I'm not disagree. Like I think you yeah, guys are coming not, at me like I'm like this like no I'm like trying I'm to explain the one to that you, broke up the marriage. No, no, I didn't break up the marriage. I think a lot of people put no, blame on the kidding, on the but, third party, but there is no, another perspective to be had, I guess, and that's where me and Nikki are. I just don't think from. that she and Harry Styles did anything before they broke up. I I would believe that. I just think that she is a. I mean, I don't know her, but I just, and what do I know? But I am giving her the benefit of the doubt that she did not betray that relationship and broke up with the relationship. To be, listen, you can't help the way you feel. If you do develop a crush on someone while you have a husband, while you have a boyfriend, while you have a girlfriend, whatever, you can't help that you have a crush. You really can't help that. There's, yes, you can distance yourself from them. You can do things like that. But if you're constantly thinking about someone, there's something wrong in your relationship or you need to be in an open relationship or monogamy is not cut out for you. But like that is not that other person's fault. And that is not, that's not even your fault. I'm just just in a relationship. My my whole point of all of this was that Mm -hmm. if he did send those papers out of spite, I could see how he could be spiteful if his wife left him while she was on set with someone else. That's all. That's all I was saying. No, she did not leave him while she was on set with someone else. She just met a guy. It's nothing about set. Okay, so if you and Brenna broke up and then Brenna starts yeah. dating someone that you knew she knew before you broke up, but that doesn't mean Should she cheated on you. Should we Google to see if they wh- broke up before that, that happened? But, 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 but more fun this way. 
But this is what I'm talking about. But I've Googled it. There is no evidence that they hooked up before they broke up. No okay. evidence. All right. So, but would you, like, is that not a, would you then Wait. blame that guy for your breakup if Brenna happened yeah. to date someone who she had no sexual relationship with, no even flirtation, was just friends with, and then it happened to develop in something more after you guys broke up? That wasn't that guy's fault. That wasn't Brenna, like, pre-planning it and breaking up with you so she could be with him, which actually people have every right to do. If they broke up. If they broke up, yeah, they can actually break up with someone before they <laughs> attempt to do something physical with other person, and that is not cheating. That is realizing I want something better than what I have. Final answer, <laughs> not final thought. And you're going to get a lot of DMs being like, "Go, Andrew, go." No, because there are girls that are like, "I've been cheated on. It's it. It's not my fault. I'm not saying it's your fault." Boys, I'm not saying it's your fault if you get cheated on. It's no one's fault, but it means your relationship. It would have happened anyway. It's not that person. And if you're, and if it was that person, that person tricked your boyfriend into hooking up or tricked your girlfriend and seduced them, then you're dating a fucking weak idiot that you shouldn't be with. Because you think Jason Snake is a weak idiot? You think he's a no? Fuck? I'm saying that no, but I'm just saying, like, is he a weak no, idiot this, because his wife left him for no, Harry Styles? No, I would say that Olivia. So I'm saying Olivia Wilde <laughs> would be the weak idiot if she left him because she was seduced by Harry, and Harry had, and and, and she would have stayed with <laughs> yeah. Jason forever had Harry not come along and wove his spell, like, and, and she's disillusioned, and they're not even gonna last, and Harry just wanted her for a se- like. Maybe they're actually meant to be more than Jason and her. Maybe. And she should leave Jason for that. I'm and Jason should leave her if he meets someone that's better for him. People should not settle. You should co- constantly be having to earn the person you're with. I, look, I'm not arguing with any of this. You gotta I got to go to break. Let's come back with our sports. Hacks is back for season three. And so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Tired of hair removal tools that just don't cut it? Conair Girl Bomb gives you smooth, flawless results while putting you firmly in control. From achieving that silky smooth skin to boosting your inner confidence, Conair Girl Bomb is all about helping you elevate your self care game. Whether it's creating a hype playlist, throwing yourself into a hobby, or scheduling some me time, self care is important to keeping you feeling confident and empowered. It's time to take your hair removal routine to the next level. You can trust Conair Girl Bomb to get the job done right. Conair Girl Bomb gives you the secret weapons for achieving powerful results with ease. Designed with women in mind, these tools boast the sassy Girl Bomb grip for unparalleled handling and precision, along with professional grade blades to deliver results that you used to only get from men's tools. No more compromising. So, to all you incredible women out there, treat yourself to a little Conair Girl Bomb magic. Don't settle for anything less than perfection. Elevate your grooming game with Conair Girl Bomb. Available now at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. 
Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Are you looking for some amazing TV to stream? Well, sink into your couch and indulge with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. We're talking some of the greatest comedies of all time. Absolute must-watch shows. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the crew in How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons of How I Met Your Mother are now streaming on Hulu right now. One of my favorite shows ever. And I mean, don't you want to know how he met their mother? Then go back home with the Dumfies, the Pritchetts, and the Pritchett-Tuckers in Modern Family. Then you can start over with the Roses on Schitt's Creek. And then see what's up in the Kyle household in My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits, streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. I mean, can you even watch all of this? We think so. Head on over to Hulu and start streaming today. Now we're talking. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. And we're back. Sports moment of the week. Here's Andrew's weekly sports I'm excited to see that movie. Huh? I'm excited to see the movie. Oh, I know. That was yeah. the last I love any movie where you Moving realize on. they were banging the whole time they made it. Oh, wait, Nikki, are you going back on what you just said originally, maybe? <laughs> okay, I'm going to read this, but I have no idea what it means because it's sports. But it has something to do with the Cardinals. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah. Um, Bench clearing bra. Yeah, there you go. Uh, a Mets-Cardinals brawl erupts after... Um, a Mets hitter got hit by a pitch. J.D. Davis left the game in the eighth inning after being hit in the left ankle. A brawl broke out between the Mets and Cardinals in St. Louis when Mets reliever Yoan Lopez retaliated by throwing high and inside at Nolan Arenado. I mean, these are guys acting like five-year-olds. And somehow, because it's tradition... Was- it's fine. What's tradition? A brawl? A brawl. brawl? A brawl. Like grown men running out and fighting each other 60 so like at a time. they cleared the benches. The whole team came out and they just started Yeah, everyone. Even like... <laughs> Who breaks it up? It's so funny because like baseball ducks. players... Are, yeah, the ducks break it <laughs> They're so like kind of out of shape in a way because it's baseball. It's not like... They're in shape, but they're not like the... Mo- they run from the, from the deep... I'm talking like 500 feet away. You're, you know, you have 500 feet they to get be there like... And they're winded. They're winded and it takes so long. How long did it take to break up and did anyone get hurt? No one really ever like... Nowadays, like back in the day, like people would be getting hit with bats and shit. Like yeah. straight up. But now it's more like an ego thing. Of like... <laughs> it's a lot of like in your face... Hold me back. A lot of hold me back. Yes. Like, hold so just, me back. I'm 38. Do, do the umpires have to break it up? There's a, those are old men. The umpires. There's also now there's, you know, security. Oh, yeah. But. Um, just don't throw don't how, the ball today at the at the pitcher, Nikki, when you're throwing well, the first pitch. It's a different yeah. team. I told Nikki about this. I said it'd be great if you actually start the brawl going again. Well, <laughs> it would be a funny comment to say, I just hope I don't hit Arenado's ankle. Yes. Like, isn't that what, ha- what made the brawl well, happen? Well, he threw it at his head. Oh. 
I'll try not to hit you. Are well, are you gonna be on mic? I don't know, but I'm gonna give some statement. Like they're Just giving me them. the fucking key to baseball ballpark village, and then they're giving me a star on the uh, walk of fame, and then I have to make some statement afterwards and then i go throw the pitch and i get to bring my family out my mom and dad and my sister are coming out to the mound with me it's gonna be fun are you nervous no we've thrown I a lot don't you threw a lot with anymore. chris okay I literally you're too tired who to probably gives care. a fuck yeah. what happens like honestly i don't care i don't care that's because good. it's just i'm not a baseball player what? I don't even want to do this. Huh? I asked if I could save this, the national anthem, sing the national anthem. They said, no, we'll do the first pitch. I do, I'm a girl who does not claim to be good at sports. It's just a fun thing to do. I am grateful that I get to do it. But, like, I don't, like, I feel like more, like, Andrew and Chris are more, like, obsessed with, like, how well I do than me. I, it, I'm not The obsessed. only thing that I will be upset about if I throw a bad ball is, like, how disappointed Chris and Andrew will I be. I won't be. I, I, I swear to God, I don't like, care. Like, they'll, no, they'll be embarrassed on my behalf, but I won't be embarrassed. I won't. I won't. I pr- from his friend. I really won't. Unless I, I just won't be. I just don't care. I'm And I'm too tired to care. That is worst, another thing. The like, worse, the better for me. Not be for your embarrassment. Just because it doesn't matter. Nothing yeah. matters. Also, there's never been a first pitch other than unfor- George Bush when he threw no one Baba that Bowie. saved our country. Oh, 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 that's been so good. That that's been care. so good oh, yeah. that anyone the, even the remembers The bad ones it. are better. Yeah. 50 Cent has a great one. A be- great bad one? Yeah. I mean, he throws it six feet to the left. And he's, you know, he's athletic. You is know, he... when, whenever there's expectation. Yeah, being a man has got to have a little bit more. Yeah. People... As long as it goes Pressure. somewhat straight. No, it actually doesn't even matter. It doesn't matter at all. It doesn't. I'm it's awesome so that you're doing it. I'm so freaking tired. I'm excited though today because I don't have to like do it. Like I've been having to do press all day, every day, every damn day for like weeks and weeks. And it's a lot of interviewing. It's a lot of answering questions. And today it's just I give one little statement after they give me the thing. And then I go out and throw the pitch and I'm not even mic'd. And I might like, you know, uh, boomerang some fucking shirts <laughs> with Redbird and the fucking Cardinal yeah. gals into the stands but that's it and then i'm just my only thing is like it's like gonna be a big party with like my family chris and his family and i just might not be like i'm not like that awake for it gonna have to have a few i gotta find some fucking meth or something i gotta i don't know how i'm gonna get through today i'm so tired i'll try to i'll try to uh but I'm going to sleep all tonight in Minneapolis and Madison are going to be so fun. And then Sunday, I'm going to sleep so much. But we might do a viewing party in which we have like the public come out. So it'll be another thing. I'm like, I just need a day <laughs> off so bad. You guys. It's funny. Like you Someone can, you can, please give me COVID. What day do you? Yeah, I know. God. It's great. This weekend, if you have COVID, will you come cough in my mouth? I'm desperate. <laughs> it might still be contagious. I'll get For you. For a day off. I'll try. I'm I just, trying. Please. All right. Let's get to Fanthrax. <laughs> All righty. All right. Um, let's start off with uh, Molly, who needs some adv- uh, advice. Hi, besties. So I'm calling in today a little bit nervous, but Aww. with a vulnerable topic and a question Aww. that I've always been wanting to ask you guys. So this past week or so, um, I've really been trying my best and more dedicated than ever to quitting weed. Um I don't drink. I stopped drinking my sophomore year of college just because I just really never liked it. 
and weed became my choice at that point. And I've been smoking every day since I was like 18 and I'm now Mm -hmm. 23. And I'm really trying to quit because I've been going to therapy and making such great progress and just doing all of the other steps that come along with bettering myself. And weed is something that is the center of my life, like a true addict. And Mm -hmm. I just love you guys so much. The show means so, so much to me. And I know that, you know, I relate to you guys and your advice would really speak to me and maybe anybody else who's struggling with the same thing. So, yeah, I hope I said everything and I hope you guys answer and I don't know. Thank you. Thank you so much for everything you do. Joint. Relapse. Oh my God, Molly, that is so nice. Your voice is so soothing. Whatever pot smoke does to your voice, it's really good. Yeah, it sounded don't like up, Indica girl. live. Um, <laughs> is that it? <laughs> no. Oh man, I mean, this one's a tough one because yeah, it could, it's like it's so pretty. hard to quit weed, especially after you like, you know, it's the thing that works for you. It's the thing that you feel like. <laughs> As someone who really relates to, like, I can function on weed, I can, I like it every day, I feel like it was medicinal, it helps with my depression, it helps with my anxiety, like, I do know, though, that, like, you want to quit for a reason, and I think that's an important thing to, like, remember is, like, if it was serving you, like, things that aren't taking away from your life, you don't seek out reasons to quit Mm -hmm. so like that is already there right like i think a lot of times we like can convince ourselves of things we want to quit like no i don't need to we like all of a sudden go oh wait a second what was i even thinking it's like well have you ever wanted to quit watching friends like have you ever like sought help like i need to quit i don't know walking my dog like this is a problem like if it was sir if it's it means it's a problem that you want to quit but it also means though that like I think that it's really scary to think of your whole life without weed. And I think that's something that like holds me back from quitting things is to go, oh my God, I'm going to go the rest of my life with this thing that I like you said is the center of your life. So, and I don't think though that like, oh, I'll just take a month off. Those kinds of things are very helpful, even though that's a a thing that a lot of people do like sober January or whatever, Mm -hmm. sober October. Um, I think that, I think what you should do, Molly, is just experiment with like allowing yourself to have it. And I've said this before, but like really not having shame in it because I'm sensing probably like a lot of shame of like, oh, I'm doing it again. I need this every day. I'm such a loser. I probably have to wake and like, I'm guessing you're like me. You like want it as soon as you wake up in the morning. It's like replace coffee for you in ways. You want it before you watch TV. You want it before you go out and hang out with your parents. You want it before you go walk the dog. Like you want it before everything. It like makes everything better. Let yourself have it because those urges to have it, you're doing it for a reason. You're not doing it because you're a bad person and you want to like fucking get you what you love drugs and you love being like out of sorts and you love being like a worse friend and not as present. You're not like no one wants to be that you're doing it because you're in pain and it takes you out of your pain momentarily. That is why you're doing it, which is like who would ever fault someone for wanting to do something like that? And yeah, other people can fault you for it, but they don't, they have their things that take them out of their pain. Yours happens to be weed. That's the way your physiology works. It just works for you. 
But in the long run, it doesn't work because it takes you out of your pain momentarily. And then on the back end, it's your pain is still there after you're not high again. And then there's more pain because you have the anxiety of failing and smoking the weed and feeling bad about yourself. And then what do you have to calm that anxiety? More weed. So like I would try to first experiment with just like, because I remember, and maybe you've heard me say it, when I quit weed, which I felt like, I, how am I ever going to do this? I just changed my attitude about it and was like, you know what? You deserve this. Like, you need this. God only knows what you would do if you didn't have this. It would be like, a maybe you would kick your dog. Maybe you would punch a wall and break your hand. Maybe you would cry all day and not be able to work. Like, this is the least bad thing you could do right now because you're in pain. Like, so just let yourself have it. And I think that, You'll see that you, it will slowly fade away and you'll get to a place where if you're practice being gentle with yourself and kind to yourself about your usage of weed and not judging it and not feeling like dirty and like bad and secretive, just being like, I just need this. And if I didn't, I wouldn't be doing it. You will be able to be, because you smoke weed because you're, you're not kind to yourself. You know, like you're smoking weed to assuage anxieties. Anxieties come from like self-hatred, thinking about the past, thinking about the future, worrying, thinking about yourself, yourself, yourself. I hate myself. I'm a bad person, all these things. And so if you start by like eliminating the guilt of you're a bad person because of the weed, that will take some of that pressure off. And then eventually you will learn to be better to yourself. And there's also 12-step programs for marijuana that you can look into and you just can type in 12-step marijuana and there are meetings that you can attend that I'm aware of. There are, there's like whole support groups for people that smoke weed. And I think it's Marijuana's Anonymous is what it's called, MA. And there's meetings on Zoom all across the country that you can go to and get help from people that are suffering from the same thing as you. And don't listen to people who have normal relationships with weed. Don't convince yourself you're one of those people. You are not. You're not. You wish you were. So do I. I wish I could just have one glass of wine here and there. I wish I could have just one hit of weed here and there before a movie. It doesn't, we're different. So don't listen to those people that go, oh, I just have it. Like when I want to like feel like laugh a lot at a reality show and just, and you go, you know what? I could do that. You can't girl. You're not, you're different and you're special, but you're special in that way. And so that's another thing that gets in the way of quitting is just being around people that are, have a better relationship with things. And you go, why can't I do that? Well, because you also have brown hair and they have blonde hair. Like it's, it's as simple as that. You're just not the same person. So we can't all be the same with drugs. I hope that helps. And you can DM me if you want to talk about it too. Um, all right. Uh-huh. Next Fanthrax. Thank you for letting me monologize. Okay. Another person asking for help. Hi, Nikki Andrew and Noah. My name is Rally from Bulgaria. Oh my God, and uh, I'm calling for advice, but mostly just to talk to my friends. You know, I just mm-hmm. felt like talking to you. I'm in a, such a stressful situation in my life right now. So much problems and stress. And I've been talking to this guy on Bumble for like two weeks. <laughs> we just wanted to hook up. But and what it was supposed to be today. We were supposed to see each other today, but... Um, I just woke up to him and matching me. We, we had such a great conversation. It was so fun and flirty and we were sexting and all that. It was exciting. I'm just so bummed out, honestly. Uh, just feeling kind of desperate and kind of sick of all these all social media and dating apps and just, you know. What's your advice? Thank you. I love you so much. Mm. And I just want to hug you, you know. Have a great day. I want to hug you too. What was her name? 
Rally. Rally. Do you have anything to say to Rally as a guy on the other side of Bumbles? Uh, I mean, yeah, I get, I get how it can just be. The dating online, just the, the endless, everyone has a million fucking people on their phone that they can go on a date with. There, it's an endless buffet. It's you're searching for like, and there can be. There's been plenty of times where people get positive connections through yeah. these uh, fucking bumble. Like just the name Bumble doesn't sound like you're gonna marry the person. Yeah. I would say maybe step away from trying to find love in a place where you repeatedly aren't getting it, and maybe you know go. Like, just try to, like, not even think about trying to find someone for a couple of weeks. I know it's harder, easier said than done. But, like, I think chasing it and constantly being disappointed yeah. is to chase even before being disappointed that is setting you up for these, like, bad feelings and, like, these feelings of where you're feeling. You know what I mean? Like, so I th- I don't know. Like, for me, the expectations. like, when I stop, like, expecting, like... And it's not just with dating; it's with anything. Like I just, I feel so much happier. It's so and hard for, to do that. I know it is very hard. Smoke People weed always used to I'm say that. <laughs> <laughs> just fucking hit a doobie. People always used to say that, like when I was single, like oh, it, oh, like you got to stop search when you see it's a search you will find. And I just don't, I don't know. That doesn't do it for me because it's just how do you stop searching? You you want someone you you care about finding someone. It there it time is of the essence, especially if you're a woman in certain like and you want certain things in your life it's like it's hard to stop looking but i do think that in this scenario like i have been here so many times girl of like having so much hope for a guy where you're like connecting you're sharing even if it's via text like there's there's amazing connections that can happen via text um that a lot of people I think could roll their eyes about of like, you didn't even meet him and you're feeling this sad. It's like, no, you can really share mm-hmm. a lot. And especially if you're sexting and you get so excited, like finally, this is like, you're, you're thinking about this person all the time. And then all of a sudden unmatched. What I'm guessing happened is that this person reconnected with an ex. It's always that way. It has nothing to do with you, even though it seems so personal, they reconnected with an ex or, they met someone else. Or they're already with someone. Yeah. Or they got caught on there. Or and they're using this to like get off. Yeah. Um to be honest. It is so frustrating. But I really do think that you don't have to stop searching, but search for like a new hobby or something that you can get really into that isn't boys. Like keep looking for boys. Like keep having fun with that. Stay on the apps. Like do that. But force yourself. Because it's harder to shut something off than it is just pick something else up. So focus on something, learning a new skill, learning a new language, fucking sign up for Duolingo, like (laughs) immerse yourself in something new just to shift your focus instead of just trying, because if you just try to stop being boy crazy and you have nothing to replace it with, like what goes in that void? Nothing. Mm -hmm. Like you can't do it. You can't shut your brain off. So you got to fill it with other things. Um, also, that I would really open her. You. That would open her up to opportunities of meeting people with a similar interest who might introduce her to somebody else. It kind of goes back to what you were talking about earlier today, going out with Kiernan and the um, yes. Times Magazine lady. Uh, 
New York Magazine lady, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> and just like opening yourself up to meeting other people and like in, in real life, knowing that I could walk into this with no expectation, just bring my full self to the table and hopefully connect with these people or just have a story to take away from it. Yes. It sucks too because you, you know, you get unmatched with and then oh you're tainted with anything. Like, you know, you get hurt and it then hurts, you're going to, yeah. you're going to bring that fear to the next conversation. You're mm-hmm. going to go, well, why am I going to go through this same thing again if I'm just going to get the same end result? But that's not what happens every time. And Reed it sounds so. getting to I do. I'm not yes. kidding you, girl. Read Getting to I Do. Like, immerse <laughs> yourself in that because it's so interesting and it's still about being boy crazy and it's a different approach. Getting to I Do, it's like, and really, I would, not. there's nothing wrong with what you did because I did it all the time. No sex stuff. No sexting. No, no, even like, you can flirty, you can be flirty, you can be, you know, innuendos. No actual sex talk before you... Do- you actually meet this person and get mm-hmm. and um are you'll read about this and getting to i do but like it it is always a mistake and you didn't do anything wrong because i've done this and i still do this sometimes just out of habit to get sexually intimate with a guy via text in person before you have a commitment from him of what you want and i know that sounds crazy how am i going to get a commitment before i even have sex with them you can do other stuff but like having talks about sex they Guys get guys get turned off by that because what they think is this person's too easy. They gave it to me. They barely know me. And they already are having phone sex with me. This girl's probably doing this with everyone. And guys, guys don't judge you. Guys may think you're a slut, but what that means to them, they might say, oh, that means she's a slut because it protects them. But what it means to them is they're not special. And guys want to feel special. And it makes them feel threatened. And so... Try to keep that real. Like you can be winky and flirty. No more sex. And and I think having a new approach to this whole thing might give you um might give you different results and give you something new to focus on other than just like matching and and connecting. Final thought. Yeah, let's do final thought. Final thoughts. Okay. Oh God, uh, so <laughs> let's do one more. I like this advice segments. Yeah, Yeah, we got a lot of questions for advice. Um, Okay, let's try Mark. Hey, Nikki, Noah, and Andrew. It's uh, 5.12 in the morning. I'm driving to work on my day off, if that tells you how my day is going. (laughs) Well, I don't know what else does. But anyway, I'm still a couple episodes behind on the podcast. And uh, it's Reddit Dump. And Nikki said that the cry of a newborn baby is called vagitus. Which sounds like a disease you get from your vagina. And yes, vegetus does sound like a disease. But you know it sounds more like a disease you'd get from your vagina? Vagitis. I literally said vagitis out loud and burst out laughing. So, <laughs> mispronunciation story with me, myself, and I in the car on the way to work this morning. So, uh, thought it was pretty funny. So, hopefully you don't get vagitis anytime soon. Love being a bestie of the pod. And Jack in the box! Jack in the box. Ugh. Wait, maybe it is pronounced vaginas. Like what a baby's cry is. You know? know? Yeah, I, don't, like I have no idea. I didn't it. even. <laughs> I don't even remember. Like, I love this guy. He, he speaks in a in a that in a guy cadence. is me right now. Ugh. Of like I, my tiredness goes from like manic and like so excited, yeah. like, like like we can do anything to like 
so dead. Like, yeah, it, cut to that guy at 2 p.m. Tiredness is weird. Whew. I love his energy, though. That guy, I, I want him to host a game show. He's fucking fantastic. And wherever he's driving, sorry you have to work on your day off. I'm sure yeah, that sucks. when you get that call at five in the morning, like you probably get it at like Wonder what he does. 12 at night. You're like, hey, can you cover for Jeff? He's uh, He went skydiving and never came back. Never came back. Yeah, he's on the floor uh, forever. Yeah, he got attacked by a duck. <laughs> he's fucking some owl got him. Um, yeah, no, I mean, I love how uh, like you either can attack that in two different ways. Like that guy upbeat and like maybe at 2 p.m. he's going to want to kill himself, but. I, yeah, like let's kind of try like to celebrating yeah. how shitty how shitty are. it is. Yeah, that's like what I tell people. When it's they good look advice in the mirror, for the rally. When girl. I look in the mirror and I like <laughs> look disgusting or like have gained weight or like feel like not myself, I just having the attitude of like, well, <laughs> look at you today, Glaze. These pants are uh, too tight, and you look a little bit masculine today. Well, go get him. Go get him, dude. <laughs> go get him, like, bro. Yeah, like it's just fun to have that kind of attitude and like just like, yeah, make fun of it and have like a little bit of like pep in your. It, it's a good practice instead of the uh-huh, of just like, well, this is it. I think that's I think that's honestly rally who's dealing with the guy stuff. Maybe Needs try to, to rally. Look at it with like a vagitosis guy. Just be like, hey. Fuck that dude. I got well, unmatched. Happened uh, again. Uh, happened again. Connected with a guy and he fucking unmatches yeah. me. Well. Well. Uh, par for the course, baby. <laughs> Let's keep on going and swipe it away. Like, yeah, I think that's a good attitude. I mean, you could do both. A little bit of both, I think. I think one, I, I used to, not used to be that. I still am that guy where it's like, I'll, you know, something serious will happen and I'll be like, well, well, not take it in. Kind of keep it on the surface yep. because if it gets in too deep, your Oof. boy's going to be sad. Yes. Then you could also look at it analytically and like be like, Analyze. should I be working at a job that is taking advantage of me and making me work on my day off at five in the morning? And in my, a, do I even go, well, or a doctor I'm or something? A, oh, yeah, that's good. He's on call. But he could even go, even if you were, you could go, well, <laughs> I'm surely getting taken advantage of. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like Andrew needs to look for another job. Well, get to it when I can. <laughs> yeah. But this is life and I have hands and I'm grateful. Yeah, man. I think that's uh I think same with the weed girl. Like it all comes down to like you can make really great adjustments and be serious about taking control of your life at the same time do it with a silliness and a and a way that won't be too fucking serious. I just want to give a shout out to anyone out there who's tired though. I am so tired this week and like I don't know how people do it. This really makes me scared to ever have kids Mm -hmm. or ever have like I I'm so grateful that I was able to cancel the podcast yesterday and like Noah's just like yeah of course yeah it's fine and you were like so fine with it like it without that I would have I would have like ended up crying on the podcast. I was so tired and I was so just like I could not find a nap anywhere yesterday. It was like, but I know there's so many people out there that just, that don't have those, that, that leniency in their life of people letting them like nap or just like, Hey, I've got this. I got the kids. You go in the next room. So if you're out there and you're tired, I want to hear from you. How the fuck do you do it? And, um, I hope so badly that you can find rest and I'm going to go get some, I'm going to sleep until two. I get two hours right now. Yes. 
God, I'm so excited. Thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast all week long. Sorry we didn't do yesterday. I just needed a nap. And I didn't even get one because I was just like anxious the whole time having like fever dreams that I was going to miss Watch What Happens Live. Watch it tonight. Please watch our show this Sunday. We'll be back on Monday with a recap of the episodes that you watch. We'll talk all about it. So excited. Yeah, um, awesome. And we'll see you in Minneapolis and Madison this weekend. Cannot wait. And if you go alone to shows, know that you buy a ticket going alone. You could just uh, DM me in all caps going alone with your full name and the show you're going to. If you're going to Madison, let me know which show early or late and I will put you on the guest list to do the meet and greet. And don't be cut and Jagger. Moves like Jagger. Jaggers. Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control? Enter Conair Girlbomb your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for women. From the ultimate girl bomb grip and professional grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. Conair Girl Bomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girl Bomb. Available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. This is so cool. Don't Tell Comedy is sponsoring this podcast. Don't Tell Comedy are comedy shows that happen in these really intimate, unique spaces like art galleries and backyards and rooftops. I did one of their first shows in 2017. It was in a random clothing store in L.A. Now they're in 150 cities worldwide. You got to check them out. They are such a perfect night out. Don't Tell Comedy is the spot to go. Date night, alone night, friend night, whatever you want it to be. It's so fun. Get tickets at DontTellComedy.com. Use the code Nikki for 20% off your your first show. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA.